Hi, welcome back. Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating, self and body issues. Today I want to speak about communicating when it's difficult. And I love a proverb that says, he who seeks good finds goodwill. He who seeks good finds goodwill. You know, the heart of disordered eating is the heart. And the hardest part of recovery, I believe, recovering from disordered eating is actually uh, communicating the vulnerable areas of our heart, our fears, our sadness, our wants, our needs. Communicating these things is really the greatest challenge for someone who's struggling in this space. And often this challenge gets shunted into disordered eating behaviors. So as we start to implement regular eating and start to identify triggers and deal with the disordered eating part of our challenge, we will often come into contact with the deeper, challenging, painful self-experience that is driving that disordered eating behavior. So communicating when it's difficult. It's not simple and if you've been in a a pattern of disordered eating, you may well really struggle with this and need some help, professional help, to um, become more self-aware of what is really going on inside and how best to communicate that in a way that helps you and those around you go forward. So again, I'm speaking a little bit to a particular situation that I'm in uh, contact with at the moment. And yeah, so challenging challenges around communication have come up. So what, just some really basic guidelines for helping communicate when it's difficult. And I'm talking about two parties, obviously. Um, a younger person trying to communicate with parents in this case. And I do think that that proverb, he who seeks good finds goodwill, that is always the best attitude to approach challenging communication. When we seek good, when we are seeking an outcome, we're seeking a way forward, we're seeking to understand what is going on for the other person, we're seeking to communicate in a way that reveals ourselves to the other person so that we can find a way to go forward together. The fact that we are seeking good, we're seeking good, actually helps that other party come to the place with more goodwill. It's like we're not there to blame, we're not there to accuse, we're actually there to find a way forward. We're there to take some time to expose safely uh, some of the vulnerabilities in our hearts, what, what we're struggling with, what our fears, our concerns are. And as we do that, we're seeking to find a good way forward. We're saying, hey, this is a struggle for me. This isn't working. And I'm not blaming you. I'm taking responsibility for my feelings, my thoughts, my behaviors. I, I've noticed that when this happens, I respond this way. And I can see that that's not helpful. Um have you got some ideas? How can we sort of look at this and find a good way forward for the both of us, for both parties? And that takes some awareness and it takes some practice. And when you are not used to um, communicating 
out of those spaces, I think practicing that in a safe therapeutic space is a really good idea. So just some basic guidelines. He who seeks good finds goodwill. Seeking first to understand. So if you are moving into a communication situation that you know is there's been a challenge. Maybe you together with the other party have gone, look, I'm I'm thinking it would be great for us to um, find some time to just chat about what's been going on and see if we can find a way forward. So in other words, you you earmark a time and place where you can sit, you can be relaxed with the other person, you can communicate without distraction, and then you can just start the conversation. And the person who is wanting to understand what's going on with the other party, so that's, this could be parents with a child or a young person, they might just be wanting to say something like, you know, things have been challenging over the last couple of weeks. Can you let me know what's going on for you? Just starting with an open question that is gracious and open. And again, you can hear that attitude. I'm seeking good. I'm seeking to understand. I'm not here to say, oh, look, get your act together. This isn't working. I'm saying, hey, things are challenging, I'm noticing at home. Can we chat about this? Can you tell me what's going on for you? And then the person, the, off, usually the person with the disordered eating that is really struggling to communicate, will need some help to start to unpack what's going on. And I find what often helps if I'm working with a client is for them to, first of all, just obviously speak about it with me in a safe, supportive counselling space. That's going to be helpful. But another thing a person can do is simply... Uh, express on paper, write out, dump out all that's going on when you're overwhelmed with feeling and conflict and a whole lot of thoughts. Just dump it out on paper. Don't try and edit it. Definitely don't send it. That's not to be sent. That's just to give you um, some insight and some, it's, it has a number of purposes. One, it helps you ventilate, it helps you express stuff that is building up inside you. So I'm speaking to the person with the disordered eating, struggling to communicate. Get that stuff out in a safe therapeutic space if you're working with someone. Get it down on paper either way and start to see, reflect back, okay, what is at the heart of this? What's going on inside me? And again, you may want to reflect upon that and discuss it further with that um, therapist or counsellor if you have that opportunity. Otherwise, you might just see, okay, I can see the heart of this or some of the main things here are X, Y, Z. And then they're the things you want to communicate. And you might just say, look, you know, I've just noticed. So you use eye language. You speak in the first person, you take responsibility for your feelings, your thoughts, your behaviours and you just say, look, you know, I've, I've begun to notice that when this happens, I respond this way and I can see it's not really helpful but I am so struggling to know how to communicate that that's what I do. I storm off or I do whatever it is I do. Um, so you just, you just use eye language you frame the, the, the problem from your perspective. You say, this is what I've experienced. This is what I'm feeling, I'm thinking, this is how I'm behaving. Um, yeah, and you might just want to let the other person know how you're feeling. That might be the intention of your communication. 
or you might have gone a step further and you have some ideas about what would help you. So you might say, you know, when this happens, I find I feel this and I respond this way and it's really not helping us as a family, as a unit. And I've been thinking if, if we could do this, Z, if we could do this, um, I think that would really help me. Can we talk about this? Can we can we sort of brainstorm some ideas or some solutions here? And then you just keep the dialogue open and you keep going back and forth. I find it's good to think about listening. So when the other person is speaking, you listen to that person. You you want to hear what they're saying. You want to understand the intent of what they're saying. And it's a good idea to reflect that back to them, to even restate, okay, so this is what I hear you say, blah, blah, blah. Is that right? Have I got that right? And then they can correct you or they can say, yeah, that's right. And then you can respond. You can say, well, when I hear that, I feel this way or I think that and I think this might be helpful. So you listen, you restate what you've heard. Have you got that right? Have you heard the other person correctly? And then you respond and then the other person does the same. So you have this dialogue going back and forth and it's about listening to understand. It's about letting the other person know what you've heard and then it's about responding all with the intention of finding a good way forward. I mean, the heart of this is a relationship that works. It's finding solutions. It won't be perfect. And you know, sometimes if you hit a bit of a brick wall in that communication, you can say, hey, look, right now, I can feel that we're getting a bit heated here. I think we need a bit more time and space to, to go away and have a bit of a think about this, reflect upon this a bit more, and maybe we can catch up again in a couple of days or at the end of the week. And so you keep the communication going. It's a, it's, it's an ongoing uh, dialogue, isn't it? And then, you know, you might check in with each other. How are we going? If you've made some solutions together, you've come up with some strategies that you think might be helpful, you want to check in, maybe make a time. Again, an, an undistracted, uh, dedicated time where you can sit and talk about, hey, how's this going for us? Is this working? What's happening for you? And then you find out what's happening for the other party. Because there will always be, I mean, this is quite a mature, I'm not talking about a young, uh, a young child, I'm really talking about an older teen, uh, young adult in a family situation here. But... You know, you are coming into that place understanding that we all have our own life experience and history and that colours the way that we are going to approach any situation. And so we, we come with that understanding, seeking to understand and with that respect, wanting to treat the other as we would want to be treated. That is the golden rule, isn't it? Treating one another with respect. Um, giving each other space to express themselves, letting them know that we hear them, giving back to them what we've heard, responding with kindness, responding with uh, respect, trying to find a way forward. And if we hit a stalemate, we just make some time to walk away, have a bit more of a think and come back when we've got something more to say. Does that help? I hope it helps. Love your feedback. Um... And yeah, shoot me your questions. Just thinking about that this morning, communicating when it's difficult. He who seeks good finds goodwill. 
Listen with the intention to understand. Restate what you've heard. Have you got that right? Respond. Keep open. Obviously, you need to guard your heart. If the other person is not taking responsibility for their thinking, their feelings, their actions, you know you do need to guard your heart because you are not in a safe place. But a safe place is one where both parties are seeking good, seeking goodwill, seeking to understand, seeking to find a good way forward. So from my heart to yours, I hope that helps. I know it's, you know, it's just off the cuff and um, just on my mind right now. So with that, travel well. Till next time, love your questions, subscribe, feedback. And you know, if you want to dialogue further, feel free to come to my Facebook page. And from there, you can also uh, link into a closed support group if that is of interest to you. Okay, take care.